Good morning, all. This is Russell with you this morning, your host for the morning encounter with the Lord. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We praise you, Lord. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you thanks. The Lord who is mighty in the midst of his people and here you are in our midst. Blessed be your name. The name above every other name. And let that name be before every other name on our lips. The Alpha, the Omega. The God who has loved us with an everlasting love. The King who is ever merciful and ever so gracious. And the Father who cares about us so much that he invested everything that he has in our redemption, in straightening our path, in raising us up to be the son that he wants us to be, the son that he can have that close relationship with, his son, his daughter, his child. We thank you, Lord, that you call us here every single morning, each one by name. And when we are with you, you pour your peace and your joy into our heart. So that when we carry that peace and that joy, we experience that stillness. We are able to keep a focus on our prayer. Even though we come with all sorts of baggages that we will have to worry about during this day. Yet when we are with you, there is renewal. It is through you we receive strength to go through that challenge through this day. And it is from you that we receive the answer to our prayer. A solution to all that lies as a question mark before us. We want to share your peace and your joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. And all those that are part of this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share that same peace and joy which only you can give and what you give no one can take away. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer ourselves to stand in that gap. We share your peace and joy, Father, with all those that are called Christians but have, do not have that relationship with you. Have not encountered you in a personal way. Do not know their Father. And with all those that choose intentionally to move away from you, to move towards darkness. Either out of ignorance or out of false religion or false doctrine that has been told to them. That every lie that has been told and kept them apart from you. Let that be exposed as noonday today, Father. Let every veil that blocks their view of you be torn down. Every mountain that obstructs their path towards you, returning back home, be cut down. That they are able to see you, quicken their hearts, Father. That they are able to know you and make that conscious decision to turn around and come back to you.
And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our God, our father, the lifter of men, the one who is high and lofty, who is ever faithful, the one who inhabits eternity, the lion of Judah. We pray in the name of Jesus as well. That lion who taught us faith, who taught us to be bold and speak in our place of prayer. It is through him, the word, that we are given all the promises of the Father. And every promise in him is a yes and not a no. He is the Lord who heals. Our wisdom, our righteousness, our sanctification and our redemption. And he has blessed us with all utterance and knowledge in the word. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the one who reveals that wisdom in the word to us. So that we are able to use it in our prayer and claim the promises of the father. The spirit who is the breath of the father, the spirit of victory, the spirit of El Shaddai himself. The spirit of light, of life and of truth. The one who raises us up from the dead to give life to our mortal body by raising us in the spirit through baptism. It is through him we are able to walk under an open heaven. And every word that we speak in faith, it is he then who hovers over all that situation that is void, without form, without shape. And it is he who gives it shape, the scepter of the king of kings, the spirit of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your son and your spirit. You have given us the world's greatest advocates, one to plead with us at your court of justice and the other to be with us in our own body, in our own tabernacle, our own temple that we raise towards him. Always convicting, but never willing to condemn us to darkness. Always ever being patient with us and willing to pull us out of there. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels and destiny helpers. That you have blessed us with family and friends, people that care about us to see that good come into our lives. A representation of your love, your provision for us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, the gift of your word, that we are able to connect with you anytime in the spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the air we breathe, the water we drink, with this gift of life that we are still alive today. When there are many that I have not been fortunate enough to see this day. And I only hope that they had one more opportunity to go back and make amendments and corrections to all their mistakes in their life so far. We thank you, Father, that through your conviction of the Holy Spirit, we are able to look back on all those mistakes, on all those areas where we have not forgiven others, 
all the areas where we have been acting out of pride and ego and hurt others in the process, where we have not operated out of love and where we have not been obedient to your will. We ask for that grace today, Lord, to turn around our lives and to step ahead, walking with you in the spirit, walking in light. And as we pray today, we continue on our reflection on fasting. And just a quick recap of what we reflected on yesterday. We reflected on humility and repentance being the first two keys in fasting. And a humble and a contrite heart, the Bible says, God will not despise. So the way to approach him in fasting is through humility and repentance. We must ask for the grace to be humble. We have to make that effort on our part. If he has to do it, then like Jacob, our pride will have to be broken as well. Like his thigh bone was broken. Until we come to a stage where we depend on him. That dependence is key in our humility. So instead of asking him, to humble us, we ask for grace to be able to surrender. When we repent, he cleanses us in preparation to receive from him. We recall our baptism there. The baptism of water is essentially that cleansing. Repentance is like emptying our cup in order to be filled of him and then to overflow where his character, his nature is reflected through us. Today we look at the third key. That third key is prayer. The Bible says, seek him with all your heart. Use fasting to come closer to him through worship and prayer. Matthew 6 verse 6 says, when you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. That is, shut out all distractions. Fasting is about cutting off from all things that would disturb your prayer. Then you can have focus on your father who sees all that is done in secret, focused upon him in humility and in repentance. He will reward you. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, he says, You shall seek me and you shall find me when you seek me with all your heart. So when we seek him through prayer and fasting, it is important for us to seek him with all our heart. For that, we must cut out every other distraction, every other thing that takes up priority over him. Every other thing that seems to, that seems to take center, the center stage on our thoughts. Fasting is about building that focus. What else is it about? Fasting is about taking control over your life. In Daniel 10 verse 3, Daniel said, I ate no delicacies. When he fasted for three weeks, he said, I ate no meat, no wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. And if Daniel were to live today, he would have probably said, I gave up social media. I did not watch TV. I switched off my mobile phone. 
No alcohol entered my mouth. I ate no delicacies. In other word, in other words, give up anything that seeks to indulge you. So that you gain control over that part of your life and it cannot dictate terms to you anymore. Many of us become dependent on a lot of these things that are actually meant to be a facility for us. They now dictate on how we should behave. So that when the phone bell rings, it is sort of a compulsion on us to rush wherever we are, from wherever we are to that phone, just in order to answer it. It's like the phone dictating terms to us. It is important for us to gain control over that part of our life. Anything that seeks to steal our prayer time from us, our time with God or his word and keep us busy. You might even reflect on your life and find certain indulgences that have eroded your health, finances, that have eroded relationships, work life and career, that have damaged stability in our life and family. Use this time of fasting and prayer to identify the causes for those. And first focus inwards before blaming others. Do I see and evaluate where you have been at fault and have made a mistake? And only then, after you have done that, should you be looking outwards and seek the solution to it. Perhaps our savings are low because you spend too much on eating out and enjoying yourself. Perhaps the habit of alcohol has disturbed your family life. Perhaps a poor check on your tongue has estranged a close friend. Perhaps a lack of exercise or poor food choices has ruined your health and self-esteem when you look in the mirror. Find those causes and work to gain control over them. Fasting must bring a positive shift in your physical as well as spiritual self. So that just as your spirit prospers, likewise your body will also prosper. That is 3 John 1, 2. And it all starts with humbling yourself before God. Remember again, submit to God and then resist the devil. What else does God expect in our conduct? Let's go back to Isaiah 58, where he spells out in Isaiah 58, verse 6. Is not this the fast that I choose? Now, this is God speaking. To lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. There are numerous places in the Bible where he talks about providing justice to widows and the fatherless. We see it in the Old Testament. We see it in the New Testament as well. 
James 1 verse 27 says, The religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. That is, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world and its ways. Are we practicing that kind of religion? He even rewards you for taking those steps. Psalms 112 verse 9 says, They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn will be lifted high in honor. It is more like saying that person shall always walk in the favor of the Lord. Always being counted as righteous. Luke 6 verse 38 says, Give and it shall be given to you. By a good measure. And his measure only includes multiplication. So humility, repentance and prayer. Three keys to build a close relationship with God. Along with doing his will. Especially when it goes against what we want from a carnal perspective. That is the moment of test. That is the kind of fasting that God wants from us. To rise above self and to draw near to him. Now what is the benefit in there? Benefit is that you become a person who is not easily tempted because he has mastered his senses. And if we focus on it, we can master our weaknesses as well. We are in better control of our flesh. The flesh which would lust or fight against the spirit is now subdued by the spirit. Fasting plays a big role in there when you play, when you submit to God through fasting and prayer. And in drawing closer to God, our spirit is submitted to him and aligned to his ways. That now becomes a vessel of obedience. A vessel that is closely connected with the Father in the spirit. And as 2 Timothy 2 verse 21 says, a vessel meet for the master to use. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each take up our own commitment. We make a commitment to fasting and prayer as a means of getting closer to you, as a means of receiving from you, but also as a means of fortifying ourselves and making ourselves incorruptible. Through your word, through your relationship with you, and through the strength that we receive from the Spirit. We ask for that edification this day, Lord. Help us make that decision to fast and pray on a regular basis. And then commit to it and stick with it. Powered by the Spirit. So that the flesh no longer has that control over us. The flesh can no longer dictate terms on how pleasure is an important part in our life. But our spirit decides what the flesh should do. And our spirit hears from you. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, for all 
the prayer requests that have been mentioned on this group, especially those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized this day, those that are facing life-threatening circumstances, those that will undergo surgery today. It is by your stripes and by your wounds, Jesus, they are healed. We claim that healing over their lives. We ask for the grace of faith in their hearts and the hearts of their family so that they do not speak negatively. But we only speak what we want to see. We also ask for wisdom and understanding in the hearts and in the minds of all those that bring such prayer requests. That along with intercession, we also administer faith to each of these. For you, said Jesus, it is your faith that has healed you, not just the faith of the intercessor. Not the prayer of someone else. It is your faith that has healed you. It is only that faith when it comes from within their own hearts will there be a transformation. We don't just want physical healing. We want a healing in the spirit where they are brought into God's kingdom. Help us understand the deeper aspects there, Father. We pray also for all families. Every family that is part of this prayer group. We cover them by your precious blood, Jesus, declaring that as their hedge of protection over every member of each of these families. And we ask for your light, your guidance, Father, through Jesus, through your word, to touch each of these lives, that we are able to see the path laid ahead before us clearly. We are able to hold your hand and walk with you. Every family is brought closer and in alignment with your will in alignment with the character of Jesus as revealed to us through his word. We pray in a special way for all families that are undergoing separation, that are afflicted by the spirit of divorce, spirit of infidelity, violence and abuse in anything that seeks to keep them apart. We come against all of those in the name and under the authority that Jesus has given us. We cast them out, we drive them out of these homes right now in the name of Jesus. We bind them and cast them into the lake of fire and sulfur, never to return to any of these homes anymore. We invite you, Lord, to take your place so that when the God of love enters, there is a renewal, a change of season in that home. There is a presence of peace, your peace, your joy, your love. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and challenges in their lives. They seek to keep them yoked. And we face some of that in our own lives too. Help us, Father, this day we ask for that grace to identify all those limitations in our lives. That we are able to fast accordingly in that area. To gain mastery, to gain control. To build strength in that area of our life. That every wicked spirit that is responsible for targeting us in those areas of our life can get no place to anchor anymore. 
Help us overcome all our vulnerabilities in those areas, Father. Help us achieve that transformation through prayer and fasting. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling mental disease, all kinds of addictions. fits of rage. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, including poverty and joblessness, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus and under his authority, we declare every such yoke, every such chain broken in the name and the authority of Jesus. We pray in a special way for our own personal needs as well the needs of our family. Especially those members of our family and friends that have not yet been quickened in the spirit, have not yet received their gift of salvation, have not yet been welcomed into the kingdom. Quicken them, O Lord, and they shall call on your name. Some of them are our own siblings, our spouses, our children, our parents. We ask for your mercy on each of these lives, Lord. We ask of you to quicken them in the spirit. Let there be that transformation today. That they willingly give their hearts to you. That they are able to see you and know you. As their father. As their God. As their king. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear the prayer of our heart and the cry of our lips. And when we release our words in faith, it is you who send your spirit that moves on that faith. Without that faith and without us speaking, you can't move. But when we speak it in faith and when we make this our prayer of agreement and release it, we know and we know in our hearts that that prayer is an answered prayer. I now invite each one of you to unmute and join us as we pray, as we make this a prayer of agreement and pray in the spirit. All those that are praying for the gift of tongues, please take that step in faith. Open your hearts to receiving of the Holy Spirit that you might speak in the gift of tongues that he wants to give. Let us all now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Sandia, 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 Sandia,
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture that I've been given this morning is Ephesians 2, 4 to 8. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. 
This is from John chapter 12, verse 24, where it is written, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And I'd like us to reflect on this one from the angle of today's topic of fasting as well. There are definitely messages that will come out of there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, where it is written, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. The topic is a continuation on our series on the 12 steps to a good year. Tomorrow will be part four of our six-part series, where we will continue to learn how to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in this year that lies ahead. We'll also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube later this morning on our WhatsApp group and the Telegram group. Please share those with your family and friends and invite them to come. And please also share the Telegram group link with all your family and friends that are currently part of this prayer group or not, so that they have the opportunity to move over uh, into Telegram. We shall shortly at the end of this month be shutting down the WhatsApp group. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous and everlasting love for us, that never-ending love, let that be multiplied in our lives so that when he anoints our head, our cup overflows with that love. And our every thought, every word we speak, every action we take is an action that comes out of that love of the Father that exists in us. Christ living in us, the, the realm of Galatians 2.20 becomes more real within our life. So that as we are blessed, let us then become a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Thursday, everyone. 
Thank you, Russell. God bless you. Thank you, Russell. God bless everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. God bless everybody. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.